0: Beloved, we are in part two of the Great Reset right at the doorstep, and today we will continue to evaluate the current state of things, both politically and especially spiritually, as we line these facts up with a prophetic word of truth. Because for anyone who names himself a Christian, there is no other reliable recourse for us but to look to God's Word for discernment, for understanding, and for right conclusions. Otherwise, we may fall into the trap of worldly mindsets, which much of the Laodicea arm of the church has already succumbed to, to the detriment of their witness to a darkened and sin-riddled world, and as an affront to the inerrant word of God. All through his unadulterated word of truth, the Lord God refers to a preserved holy remnant. This is not referring to any specialness on the part of these called-out ones, but rather to a separateness unto the One who alone is truly holy. In fact, as we look to the lexical aids to the New Testament, we find that the word for holy is hagios, which by definition means set apart, sanctified, and consecrated unto God. His fundamental idea is that of separation, consecration, and devotion to the service of God. We are given sacred recognition of these holy ones and a form of admonition by the Lord in 2 Corinthians 614 14-18. Do not be bound together with unbelievers, for what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness, or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean and I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. The Greek word for separate in that passage is aphorizo, and means primarily to be separate from society and its wickedness. This idea of separateness has been virtually lost in the Church due to a large extent to the Kingdom Now movement, which we will be covering in more depth in a future message but getting back to the Great Reset that is already underway. In a Prophecy Newswatch article entitled, Congress Has Officially Gone Gender Crazy, Prayer Ends With a Man and a Woman, they recount an eye-opening event that gives credence to not only the governmental preparation for the Antichrist's global control under a new world order, but to the evidence of the one world religion that will serve his purposes as well and which, by its masterful deceptions, is already drawing many lukewarm Christians into its ranks. They write, In case you haven't heard, House Democrats want to remove all gendered language from their legislation, while the prayer to open the 170th Congress ended with Amen and a Woman. Let's start with the PC prayer, which has to be heard to be believed. Representative Emmanuel Cleaver, a Democrat from Missouri who, ironically, is also an ordained United Methodist minister, opened the session by praying in the name of a Hindu God and ended it by twisting the word Amen into a promotion of gender equality. Although the prayer was full of explicitly Christian themes, such as we pray to the eternal God who created the world and who is the sacred supremacy over all, as well as partially quoting Numbers 6, 24-26, asking the Lord to make His face shine upon us, be gracious to us, and give us peace in this chamber, while asking that His light fill them all with His presence, among other pleas. Cleaver closed the prayer by appealing to the deities of many different faiths, implying that they are all the same, while invoking the Hindu god Brahma. These are his exact words. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic god Brahma, and God, known by many names and many different faiths. He then concluded with, Amen man and a woman, as if the men of a man was somehow a gendered term. But actually, "amen" comes from the common Semitic root meaning, so be it and it is used in Jewish, Christian, and Islamic liturgy, being found in Hebrew, Greek, Latin, and Arabic, along with English, and many other languages as well. This prayer was significant, though, based on the fact that House Democrats have revealed their new future-focused rules, which include the following. In Clause 8c3 of Rule 23, gendered terms such as father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, first cousin, nephew, niece, husband, wife, father-in-law, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, stepfather, stepmother, stepson, stepdaughter, stepbrother, stepsister, half-brother, half-sister, grandson, or granddaughter will be removed. In their place, terms such as parent, child, sibling, parent-sibling, First cousin, sibling's child, spouse, parent-in-law, child-in-law, sibling-in-law, step-parent, step-child, step-sibling, half-sibling, or grandchild will be used instead. Some might say, so what's the big deal? This is just technical legal language, and it hardly affects the person on the street. Not so. This reflects both a mindset and a legal logic and these things represent where our culture is headed, especially in the wake of the wave of transgender activism, where the war on gender-specific language becomes more pitched. As to where this kind of legislation can go, in 2019, a Canadian man was involved in a legal dispute over his daughter's desire to transition to male. Not only did the court rule that he could not interfere with her getting hormone treatments but he was forbidden to call his own daughter by her given female name or to use female pronouns with reference to her, even in private, under the penalty of immediate arrest. Beloved, as I read that article, the words of Isaiah 5, 20, 21, and 23 stirred within my spirit. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet And sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. While some are preaching a coming time of great revival and the church taking over the entire world with kingdom now power, it is much more certain that by his word the Lord God Almighty is heralding the call of repentance to those who have ears to hear and hearts to receive. To repent means to have a change of mind, which results in a change of direction, with holy conviction, which literally means to be given eyes that can now see. In a commentary written for Rapture Forms entitled Reset Versus Restrainer, this visual calibration is expounded upon. They write, there should be no question now in the spiritually attuned minds of bible prophecy students that the principalities and powers in high places revealed in ephesians 6:12 are in full throttle mode and that the one world tower of babel is now in its renewed full speed ahead effort the great reset is thrusting ahead into 2021 seemingly unstoppable while it threatens to pierce the very fabric of culture and society. Thoughts of this Luciferian agenda has all of the pundits on the left positively giddy. And that constitutes the vast majority of those who make up America's political, news media, and business elite. We need look no further than their own words to understand what the people who control the majority of major decisions being made in this earth in every realm of society, including governmental, economic, religious, and every other realm in which mankind finds his existence, are purposing. And as they expose themselves, you must take that information beyond its face value and discern it by way of Holy Spirit wisdom and enlightenment that is revealed in his unadulterated word of truth. For salvation's blueprint has been anchored upon the timeline that Elohim formulated before the foundation of the world, the final minutes of which are being evidenced in these Antichrist plans of Lucifer's agents, in prophetic fulfillment of everything God ordained must take place before time's dispensation is finished and eternity's forever commences. The following portion of a superb article entitled The Great Reset, written by Alex Newman of Truth in Journalism, on December 29th, 2020, explains what the nation faces. He writes, a World Economic Forum video states that the brainchild of the WEF, a globalist group of powerful deep state elites that meets every year in the Swiss ski resort town of Davos, is the Great Reset that aims to fundamentally re-engineer industries, societies, education, agriculture, relationships, and even human beings. Its advocates are openly saying as much, with WEF boss Klaus Schwab declaring that all aspects of our societies and economies need to be revamped. Even our thinking and behavior will have to be dramatically shifted. A WEF statement marketing the controversial scheme also calls for a new social contract centered on social justice. Every country from the United States to China must participate, and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed, added Schwab, calling for even stronger and more effective government without explaining what might happen to those who refuse. We must build entirely new foundations for our economy and social systems, and there is no other choice but to submit. He and others have declared End quote. beloved these agents of darkness, like their father Lucifer, the fallen one, have determined to put their throne above the throne of the Lord God Almighty, but their neo taro Babel will not be able to reach its completion as long as the restrainer is on this fallen planet. But once God's legitimate church is taken up in the rapture, a promise that is nearer than many believe, they temporarily will seem to have their way until Jesus returns with his saints to put away evil forever. And they find themselves destined to an eternity with Lucifer in the lake of fire. And on that note of holy reminder, we'll pause for today, but we'll pick up on our next message because we have a lot more to cover. Please join me then, beloved. And as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www dot agapelightministries.com again that's www.agapelightministries.com